I was suicidally despairing, discouraged. Uh, I would wrench my head back and forth on my hospital pillow to hopefully break my neck up at a higher level and so as to end my life that way. Lay down your arms, give up the fight, quiet our hearts for a little while. Johnny Erickson Tata, a quadriplegic for the last 48 years and one of the godliest women you could ever meet. Johnny is our guest on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Scotty Campbell. This is kind of our Thanksgiving edition of GPS, and that's why we're featuring Johnny. Her gratitude and joy in the Lord can really challenge each one of us to look at our own attitudes. And also maybe help us count our blessings, too. GPS. God. People. Stories. It was a diving accident that turned Johnny Erickson Tata's life upside down. It was the summer of 1967, and Johnny was 17 years old. That she was swimming in the Chesapeake Bay when the accident happened isn't surprising. I was an athlete. I was a get-up-and-go kind of a girl. I loved playing tennis, riding horses, canoeing, hiking, camping. That all changed in one moment. Johnny broke her neck and became paralyzed from her shoulders down. This began an incredibly dark time for 17-year-old Johnny. I was stuck on a geriatric ward in a state institution. I broke my neck at a time when there weren't many sophisticated rehabilitation programs for young people with spinal cord injuries. In fact, there were none. And so I was in a state institution on that geriatric ward for almost two years, and uh, I became so discouraged, so despairing. despairing? I was suicidally despairing, discouraged. Uh, I would wrench my head back and forth on my hospital pillow to hopefully break my neck up at a higher level and so as to end my life that way. Just as Johnny's physical life changed in an instant a few years earlier, her spiritual life was about to change in an instant, or overnight anyway. One night, I was so sick and tired of the despair and the feelings of self-pity. I cried out, God, if I can't die, show me how to live. And I'm not kidding. The next morning, I woke up a different person. So I'm convinced that when people are depressed and discouraged that God has not physically healed them or fixed their problems or changed their situation, it doesn't take a long time. God can do a transformation overnight. He can do it in a short month. Oh, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. It wasn't just Johnny's attitude about her disability that was transformed. It was her understanding of the Christian life in general. My relationship with Christ before I broke my neck was incredibly me-centered. Most of my prayers were all about me, all about what could God do for me. I, I, I think I confused the abundant Christian life with the great American dream. And, and I thought that now that I was a Christian, I would lose weight, get a new boyfriend, get good grades, graduate, go to a wonderful college, meet a wonderful man who made a wonderful salary, and we'd have 2.3 children and live in a house that was furnished by Ethan Allen. And I, I, I just had it all figured out that that's what God was going to do. When you finally see that you can't pretend The dream of God is the dream of man Whoa 
But Johnny says her diving accident was a very rude awakening from that misconception. I realized that life is not one long string of easy, breezy, bright days in which there are only occasional interruptions of maybe inconvenient trials. But but no, the, the, the Bible paints life as one long string of difficult days, perhaps interspersed occasionally with respites of joy and relief from hardship. These patches of joy, these stretches of sorrow, there's enough for today, there'll be enough tomorrow. Life is supposed to be difficult, and even the book of Acts says that we must go through many uh, hardships to enter the kingdom of heaven. And even Jesus said, in this world you will have trouble. And, and so um, my life, when, when I first had my accident, was very me-centered. But after my accident, it was the incredible support of Christian friends and their prayers who enabled me to look beyond my hardships and see a bright future. They envisioned success for me when I was way too weak to envision it for myself. They could see the possibilities where I could not, which is why I think it's so important when you're depressed or despairing to surround yourself with hopeful Christians, bright, outward-looking believers who can envision a future for you that you just aren't able to see yourself. Thank God for our dependence. Here's to our chasm of need and how it binds us together in faith and vulnerability. Johnny is an accomplished writer, singer, painter, speaker, and advocate for the disabled. She's founder and head of the international ministry, Johnny and Friends. She's a wife and a cancer survivor, and Johnny's full of joy. But that doesn't mean she's happy about her life in a wheelchair. I woke up this morning taking a deep breath and saying, oh my goodness, okay, I got to go through one more day of somebody giving me a bed bath, exercising my legs, doing my toileting routine, getting me dressed, sitting me up in a wheelchair, brushing my teeth, brushing my hair, blowing my nose. Oh, God, I'm so tired of this. I, I don't think I can take one more day of this. I'm so exhausted. I'm so weary of this. I cannot do quadriplegia. I can't. It's impossible. But with you, all things are possible. I can't do quadriplegia, but I can do all things through you as you strengthen me. And he does. And that's the miracle that happens to me every single morning. This challenging reality is better than I, I think that by the time I go to my grave, I will still be despising quadriplegia. But it will be the very thing which will drive me into the arms of my Savior every morning. And that is a great way to wake up in the morning, to boast in your weakness and delight in the infirmities, because these are the things that, that push you up against the grace of God. And that, that's a comfortable, safe, secure place to be. prayed for physical healing. She's prayed fervently for it. And yet, I never got healed. I never experienced the healing. And I had to come to grips with whether God was being cruel and unkind 
and not saying yes to a young paralytic's request for healing, or if he was being wise and good and sovereign in his um, design that I should remain paralyzed for the rest of my life. But oh my goodness, look at what has happened in these many decades since that diving accident. Let's heal where we couldn't heal. Oh, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. Now I have learned so much more about what nearness and dearness and sweetness and intimacy is with Jesus. I wake up every morning needing him desperately, requiring him urgently. He has used this wheelchair to start a ministry to other people with disabilities around the world. Um, Through Johnny and Friends, our ministry, we hold retreats for families affected by disability all across the U.S. And in developing nations, we deliver wheelchairs around the world in Bibles. We do evangelism in some of the darkest corners of the earth where disabled people are hidden away and there's so much social stigma. I'm just amazed at how a no answer from God for my request for physical healing has meant yes to the salvation of so many other, thousands of other people with disabilities and their families. And this wheelchair is certainly worth that. Pain is no measure of his faithfulness. He withholds no good thing from us. No good thing. Yes, Johnny's in a wheelchair, but she walks with Jesus every day of her life. He's bigger than her quadriplegia, and he's bigger than whatever struggles you might have. Trust him. You can learn more at BillyGrahamRadio.org. Click on Grow Your Faith at the top of the page. That's BillyGrahamRadio.org. We've got one more insight from Johnny coming up in just a minute. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Did you know that every Christian ought to be an evangelist? Billy Graham. I'm called Evangelist Graham. I remember when they first started calling me that I resented it. I thought of emotionalism, big collections, anti-intellectualism. All of those things came to my mind when they talked about evangelism and an evangelist. And I didn't want to be called an evangelist until I began to realize here was a great biblical word. The word evangelist means herald. He's a herald of truth, God's truth. I don't make up the truth, it's God's truth that I'm heralding, that I'm speaking, I'm announcing good news that God loves you and is willing to forgive you and change you. Jesus will change you on the inside for sure. He may or may not change your physical circumstances. But Johnny Erickson Tata discovered that God's a lot more concerned with our spiritual healing, our inside healing, than he is with our physical healing. Listen to this clip we didn't include earlier. He is interested in the healing of the soul, that we learn how to say no to sin and yes to godliness. We can tell you more about Jesus healing your soul. Just go to BillyGrahamRadio.org and click on Grow Your Faith. That's BillyGrahamRadio.org. If you're listening to this episode of GPS on iTunes, could we ask you to write a review of it? Social media is an easy way to let more people know about GPS, so the iTunes reviews are important, and so are your likes and shares on our Facebook page. You can find us on Facebook by searching for Billy Graham Radio. 
A few quick thank yous. First, to you for listening. And of course, thank you to Johnny Erickson Tata for being our guest. Yeah, and for being so transparent too, Scotty. Oh, yeah. And finally, to Sarah Groves. It was her music you heard throughout Johnny's interview. This is GPS, God, People, Stories. Your support of this program is important. To make a donation, go to BillyGrahamRadio.org and click on the Donate button in the upper right-hand corner. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Scotty Campbell. GPS is an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Good news.